stand by. We'll be streaming live soon. Please stand by. Good morning. We're back again into understanding Isaiah. So the visit of Jesus to the city of Nazareth is not only a very, very prophetic visit, but the continuation of that visit is quite a, quite a sight to behold. And it happens in Luke chapter 4, verses 31 to 44, and we cover it today. Luke 4, 4, Luke 4, 31 to 44. So but before we get into it, <coughs> Let me pause a little bit and take a little breath here, and and uh, and of course on my right side, sitting on the control panel, panels of RBM is uh, Andy Hines. Andy Hines is a teacher, married to uh, Julia, and they're the the blessing that the Lord sent to us to continue this ministry, and uh, I want to thank him for that, for all he's done, for what he's been doing, and how he's been so so to see that the word keeps on being spread. Now, so chapter, Isaiah, Isaiah 61, it's got to be one of the most uh, overwhelming passages because Jesus quotes it and says it uh, in Nazareth as he came into the synagogue village. The village, the synagogue in the village. And of course, you're familiar with that famous scripture that, that uh, uh, speaks about the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach the good tidings unto the meek. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted because of sin. Sin does a horrible damage. If you have sin in your life and you're brokenhearted, uh, it, it, you can be brokenhearted for the rest of your life if Jesus don't set you free. He did set me free, I want to tell you. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them who are bound. Now that scripture is the Messiah first advent, first advent. And he speaks about uh, uh, for two verses. And of course, uh, verse 3, it began to speak about the second advent, which the second coming, to point unto them who mourn in Zion. It's the beginning of the second advent. Now this happened at a synagogue in, in Nazareth. And it did impact those who were there. So, if you read uh, uh, verse 15, chapter 4 of Luke, he taught in their synagogues because being glorified by all, and he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day, stood up to read, and there was delivered unto him the book of Isaiah, and when he opened the book, he found the place where it's written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. 
Now that's a very powerful scripture because it speaks about the second advent and also points up to Isaiah chapter 61. And of course, the last uh, nine books of Ezekiel deals with how the Christians will live into that millennium, the life and the millennium, a thousand years. So what is the procedure here? Jesus, on the, on the second millennium, second coming, I'm sorry, He will come in the clouds of glory, in power, no more. To, to, to His saints are with Him. We're going to be with Him. And uh, He goes to the golden gate and establishes His kingdom in the city of Jerusalem. And of course, what a glorious day that will be. And we're heading to Israel the 23rd of March. I want you all to know that you can be on that trip next year. It's quite an experience to behold. We're going to visit Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, it's quite a sight. Still smoking, by the way. <clears throat> and so, I need to begin on the 31st verse of chapter 4 to the 44th verse, which is what happened after after Jesus turned around in the midst of the people from Nazareth that wanted to throw him from the mountain down, and he moved on to begin his ministry in Capernaum. So that's what he says. And came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. So during the week, Jesus ministered everywhere and healed the sick. And on the Sabbath, he came to the, to the synagogue. And they were astonished at his doctrine. For his word was with power. So the anointing of the Holy Spirit <clears throat> in the life of Jesus. Oh my gosh, what a, must have been an unbelievable presence as the Son of God. Minister the power of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. And in the synagogue, <clears throat> now this is just after he introduced himself as the Son of God in Nazareth. Now he goes to Capernaum. In the synagogue in Capernaum, there was a man which had a spirit of unclean devil, a demon, and cried out with a loud voice. It's, it's the voice of the demon, the demon using the vocal cords of a man, saying, Let us alone. What we have to do with you, thou son of Nazareth, thou Jesus of Nazareth. Are you come to destroy us? I know you are who you are, the Holy One of God. And of course, the people of Capernaum had no idea who Jesus is, but the devil did. The people in Capernaum, the people in Nazareth, had no idea who Jesus was, but the demons did, which is really kind of a awkward that the enemy understands more of Jesus than the church people. Think about that. That is why the reason that this ministry stands as it is today, speaking to you, the Word of God, discipling you, empowering you, renewing you, being here every single day of the year. Lotterain.com covers a time of 15 years, Monday through Fridays, from 9 a.m. to first to begin. We did until 12, and now we're going to 3 p.m. in the afternoon. 
in the different time zones all over the world. And so people in Nigeria are hearing the gospel today. If you look to the world clocks, we're covering that almost half of the world clocks, which is 12 hours. And so the demons recognized Jesus, but the people in, in Capernaum did not. And Jesus rebuked not the people, but the demon. That's very interesting. He did not rebuke the people, but rebuked the demon. Saying, hold your peace and come out of him. In other words, <laughs> get control of yourself. <laughs> because see, demons are, are, are angels in the spiritual world that understand language, understand movement, understand space, understand concept, understand ideas, understand thinking, rationale. They're not just dumb, doornail little demons who don't know not what to do. They are led, guided by, by a higher authority. And so Jesus simply said, hold your peace, as if he's talking to some church member. Hold your peace and come out of him. Now this, this is interesting because this is all happening. After Jesus announces his first advent into the world in the city of Nazareth. You know, you know why he came from, to Nazareth? He came from the Mount of Temptations. You know, he was tempted, uh, 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 by the devil 40 days and 40 nights. He comes into Nazareth and suddenly the church is just staring him down, putting him down. Refusing to accept him as the son of God. Now, suddenly, in the synagogue in Nazareth, a demon shows up. Don't you think that's kind of a rough? But this is our Jesus. He comes to set you free from anything that entangles you. And they were all amazed. Now, now, any, now let me finish. And when the devil had thrown him in the midst. Now, what do you mean in the midst? It's a synagogue. You talk about 30, 40 people on a Sabbath morning uh, reading the book of Isaiah and a demon on the floor just disturbing the whole congregation. And hurt him not. Now, I've seen people fall with a demon possession. Head on the floor, bang. Something cracked. But nobody gets hurt. What is the difference between falling in the spirit when it is a demon, nobody gets hurt. When it is of the Spirit, nobody gets hurt. When it is a demon, people get hurt. It roughs everybody. And so, in this sense, Jesus managed the situation so this demon would not hurt the person, which is really a authentic Jesus. And they were all amazed. They should be all amazed. And spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits. And they, so they recognized, they knew, they had understanding that in those days in the city of Nazareth, in the city of Capernaum, there were demons. Which is the opposite of today, that, 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 that pastors simply, when they see one, they send it to a counselor to deal with it. And the counselor has to deal with it because the pastors have no time to deal with that type of thing. 
in the fame of him went out into every place of the country round about. I agree. So what happened in the in the in the in the in the synagogue in Caper, in, in Capernaum is well registered. There were other people that experienced healing there, such as the man with the withered hand. The hand came out of the the arm, and uh, it's one of those miracles that distinguishes the the synagogue in Capernaum, and, uh, and it stands right there. Another the structure that you see in Capernaum today was built 400 years after Jesus. The basalt, ro- dark rock that you see in all the villages, in the village that's been excavated, uh, is behind that temple that's built by a Roman soldier. Behind that temple, there are, there are pieces of the temple of Jesus. The structure of Jesus. Now, Verse 8.38 begins then with now a healing. First, a demon, and then a healing, a physical healing. And I'll read it to you. And he arose out of the synagogue. So Jesus left the synagogue and entered into Simon's house. This was his headquarters for three and a half years, going back to Jerusalem for the feasts, coming back to to Capernaum, going back in the in, in, to Jerusalem to pray in the temple and walking back, which is just a almost a day's walk. And Simon's wife's mother, meaning Peter's wife's mother, was taken with a great fever, meaning life threatening. And they besought him for her. Now, they here is simply the people that knew the, the elderly woman, people that accompanied Jesus, people in the crowd. They knew that something is happening in the, in the house of Peter of great importance. And I want to stop a little bit and tell you uh, that el- the elder, elderly is being ministered to here. The age of this woman indicates that the ministry of Jesus ministered to children, to, to, to teenagers, to, to adults, men and women, young men, young women, all the way to the elderly. The spectrum here is, is phenomenal. For instance, Jairus' daughter was a young little lady, a, a, a child below 12 years of age. And so you see the spectrum of the ministry of Jesus. Is that something that calls my attention? Yes, it does. Because when you have a ministry of prayer, you need to know that you need to concentrate not on the sick almost, but those around the time, the person that is sick, which could involve children, could involve the elderly. You never, never, never go into a house to pray for somebody that you don't look where the elderly is. They could be in bed back there. And of course, people give very special attention to who is sick, but they don't pray for the elderly. They expect the elderly to disappear. So, when I get old and weak, and don't you forget to pray for me. Don't you come to, to my house and ignore me and, and pray for somebody else, okay? Remember, uh, I'm 79, so I'll be old one of these days. It's going to take a long time. 
I know that. It's going to be long, just a long time. I won't get old forever. Okay, now. And immediately she arose and ministered unto her. Now, he, he stood over her and rebuked the fever. So, it was a demon or was illness? Illness divided itself in two areas. Twenty-two miracles in the, in the New Testament relate to the mind and the body. Nine miracles relate to powers of nature. And three relates to the resurrection of the dead. That's the division that NIV posts in, in the Gospel of John, the beginning of the Gospel of John. Uh, do I agree with it? Yes, I do. I do, because there are, there are illnesses that are of the body and of the mind. And you have to differentiate between that. But the illness against demonic oppression, possession, definitely needs to be dealt with by rebuking and empowering. So in this case, I would say the illness here was demonic. Rebuke it in the name of Jesus. You don't rebuke something that is not demonic. It's a matter of understanding. You can believe me or receive me or disagree. It doesn't matter to me. And he stood over her, meaning she was laying down. And rebuked the fever. And it left it. In other translations, perhaps the NIV, it says, He took her hand and pulled her out of bed. And immediately is the word that you want to know. Because the body then was released out of the fever. Now, fever is the temperature of the body. When you take your blood check, you know, you have a higher number. Like 140 over, over 80 or something like that. That's, 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 that's the, the blood pressure within your body, which is very, really important. But fever is the condition of the whole body in terms of temperature. And it's, it, in other words, when you see somebody with a high fever like 104, you put them in a tub and fill with ice and cold water and try to bring that fever down right away. And, of course, in this case, this woman's life is being threatened. And... Uh, the, the, what impressed me, it says, it left her. Now, what is it? Every time there's an it here, there's a spirit. The spirit left along with the sickness. The spirit left along with the sickness. And it left her. Or if it is something of, of another nature, like healing of the body per se, it refers to different ideas here. But immediately she arose. It left her. The Spirit left her. Speaks of an instant recovery with her probably helping to prepare an evening meal. Of course, I've been to that little little place where Peter's house was. I saw the ground. I saw the rocks. I don't know if you've been there, Andy. You saw that. One of these days you need to go with me, Andy, because you're a Bible teacher. If you've never been to Israel, you've got to do it. No, that doesn't, that Holy Land in Orlando doesn't cut it. No, no, you gotta go to Israel. And of course, of course, one of the most interesting stories about this, this healing is that you discover it is a spirit. Now, this is the introduction of the advent, first advent of Jesus, his first sermon in the city of Nazareth. Now he is in Capernaum, and what happened in Nazareth 
begins to repeat itself over and over and over again as if what are the what caused this barrage of evil to begin to express itself uh, in, in, in the book of Luke as Jesus proclaims who he is. Jesus simply said in the in the synagogue in Nazareth that he was the Messiah. So when you proclaim Jesus Christ in public, in the local church, you're going to have demonic activity. <clears throat> and you have to stand against it and reprimand it. It's what Jesus did. Rebuke the sickness, reprimand the devil. That's the two little things you have to learn. Re- 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 rebuke the sickness and reprimand the devil. <clears throat> now let's move on then to verse 40 to 44. The Sabbath is ending. Each new day in the Jewish reckoning at that time began at the setting of the sun, where hours begin at midnight. But the Sabbath finishes when the sun sets. That is why the Jewish waits for the Sabbath to be over, so he can eat and just take care of the animals and handle all kinds of things after the sun sets. All they who had any sick with diverse diseases brought them unto him. Now, I don't want to. I want to pause a little bit. Now, you're talking about the Sabbath. You can't do nothing during the Sabbath. And suddenly, after it gets dark, when the sun was setting, all they who had any sick with diverse diseases. Anybody sick in the whole... Now, you talk... How many people were there in the little village of uh, Capernaum? More than a thousand. It was overwhelming. The traffic was overwhelming. People everywhere. And if you've been to Capernaum, the, the little the little small... The little walkway between one house to the other, it's more than... It's about five feet wide. Some In some places, four feet wide. And so you have people stashed all around, moving in different directions toward the synagogue, which is, has space to stand, toward the house of Peter, which is about 50 feet from the synagogue, right, right in front of the synagogue. Now, what Jesus did here, it's got to be one of the most impressive acts of ministry that I have ever read in the Scriptures. It really, it really blessed me when I read this. It says this, And he laid his hands on every one of them. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in ministry, uh, if you've been with me going to overseas trips, especially Brazil, especially Peru, that is in great revival at this moment. God, God has... Uh, 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 woken a group of pastors in Peru, and they're on fire for Jesus. They're just empowered by the Holy Spirit now. And their churches are growing, and the emails are coming from every side, especially in, in uh, uh, Cusco area, and of course, of course, Cairo uh, uh, area, and in, in, in Lima area, and in, uh, in uh, Chibote area. Amazing. 
how, how God has moved in the hearts of the pastors. Nobody can stop that. Nobody can touch that. It's overwhelming movement of the Holy Spirit. But Jesus laid hands on every one of them. How many people are sick? I have no idea. But this goes into midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning. It looked like a church service in Brazil. The services begin at 7. By 11 o'clock, we're still in church. And so, and look at the last of verse 39. I'm sorry, verse 40, the last of it. And heal them. He laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And healed them. So you're talking about the fire, the flow of power of the Holy Spirit in your body. Exactly what happens in Brazil and Peru where we travel. We spend time with the people. We spend time with the sick. We spend time with the demon-possessed. We spend time with the majority of them that come for salvation. We hug them. We pray for them. We give them a Bible. We just spend a lot of time with those who are in bondage. I just want you to know that that is overwhelming. When Jesus begins to minister, even today. Now, the response of this is on verse 41. It says, The devils also came out of many, not just one, but many. Now, Luke is the one writing the book of Luke. He is he, the author of the book. was a doctor. Very specific, very detailed. Many. So people were healed everywhere. Now, imagine when people are healed. They are storming the place. They're saying, praise God. They start dancing. They start yelling and screaming, hallelujah. Uh, and, and, and look what they're saying. And the devils also came out of many crying out. Speaks of deliverance other than healing. So, notice the difference between miracles of healing and deliverance taking place at the same time. Anywhere the Holy Spirit shows up, you're going to have that. And the people that were healed or delivered from an evil spirit were saying something. And look what they're saying. You are Christ, the Son of God. 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 And the devils trembled. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I wish I could have been there in Capernaum that night. You could hear from the, from the road over there. Hundreds and hundreds of people. You are Christ, the Son of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise His holy name. And Jesus, without stopping or drinking a cup of coffee, says this. And He, rebuking them, suffered them not to speak, for they knew that He was Christ. He wanted no testimony from them in order to stop his ministry to continue all the way to Jerusalem because the reason why he came wasn't to heal but to save and to die on the cross for our sins. Oh, what a Jesus. 
What a savior. Ooh. <laughs> what a savior. What a savior. What a wonderful. What a wonderful savior. Now, the next verse in the next words are going to shock you to no end. If you never read this scripture like you reading with me this morning, today is the 7th, the 8th of March 2023. Look what it says. And when it was day. Now our service in church is 11 to 12 in one hour and a half the most. But the power of God was on Jesus that all night long He ministered to them. All night long. And when was day? Well, it started with the sunset. And when was day? All night long. All night long. He departed and went into a desert place. He desired a place to solitude for privacy. And the people sought Him and came unto Him and stayed with Him that He should not depart from them. They desired that He spend all His time in Capernaum and not go anywhere. And He said unto them, I must preach the kingdom of God to other cities also. For there, therefore am I sent. And he preached in the synagogues of Galilee. The Lord bless you. The Lord bless you. Spend the day with Jesus. He spent the night with you. Amen. Correndo e olhando para trás.